After 20 plus years of clinical practice and business coaching, after thousands of hours spent on doctoral research and interviews, Dr. Elizabeth Joy has concluded there are massive misconceptions about the world's elite. It's time to disrupt the archaic thinking surrounding professionalism and success, providing leaders with safe space to unpack the wins and woes. Now, let's join Dr. Joy for Disruptive Discourse. That's a tough one. There were a lot of great conversations and um, I think it just depends on where you are as to what you needed to hear. But I think one would just be, hopefully folks took away that, you know, a lot of us have sort of that internal, everyone has internal dialogue that happens, right? Where they are having that conversation in their head and, and no matter how confident you are, you have those moments where you question yourself or you wonder if you're different, if you're thinking something no one else is thinking or you're experiencing something no one else is experiencing. But when I look back at all of the guests and really if I think about anyone who I've coached or worked with even on a consulting in a consulting relationship, the confirmation I hope people get is that you are not alone, right? For those of us who are maneuvering the professional quote unquote world, and, um, you know, the parts of you that don't fit those archaic definitions of professionalism that you maybe vacillate in your head about, you are not alone in feeling that way. You are not alone in the questions you're asking yourself about where should I land in all of this? How do I show up to this? Um, I'm optimistic that we are seeing an evolution within the workplace and within the world about these definitions of professionalism and success. But my biggie is just that in the meantime of getting there, and I think we'll always have some vacillation or I don't think we'll all land on this agreement of what it means to be professional. I'm thinking about some of the posts that I've seen on LinkedIn about uh, you know, when LinkedIn did the campaign, I am professional, right? And, you know, it gave people permission to be themselves and it gave other, some folks concern, like where's the line, right? Of like how you show up. And so I think there'll always be that tension, right? But at the end of the day, just for folks to know that you're not alone in navigating and thinking about, hmm, how much of me should I bring, right? How far do I go with this? And um, I just encourage folks to 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 really lean into being yourself. You know, there are certainly scenarios and realities that you certainly need to be thoughtful in, right? But ultimately, when you are yourself, you are able to attract the right people, the right environments, the right roles. And ultimately, the folks who are able to be more authentic with themselves, let alone others, are folks who are the most happy. So I, that was one, but I feel like there's like multiple um, lessons and gifts within that one big takeaway. The script by getting professional does not have shape, does not have limits. I've been a janitor, I've been a designer. Um, I can't recall that there was advice folks gave, but I think the big gift that I received from this journey of this first season of Disruptive Discourse really is A, you know, no matter how long I've done the work of coaching or consulting or even doing interviews like this, I never take for granted or take lightly that people trust me, you know, with who they are and how they feel. 
And so I just was honored that folks were willing to show up and be themselves and be authentic and be vulnerable in sharing what they're feeling, what they've been through, what they're navigating. And I just am so thankful for the opportunity every single time I get it to get to know another human in in a vulnerable and authentic way because it's my favorite way to be and it's my favorite way to interact with others. And so, you know, it is just such a gift to get to know humans and their journeys. And it's such a gift to also hear people grow um, and, and hear about whether I was involved in their journeys or not. Obviously we interviewed several folks who I personally coached and it's certainly um, an honor to hear how folks have been able to grow as a result of working with me. But regardless of that, I am, there's nothing sweeter than seeing and hearing about someone being able to elevate from one, one challenge or season of life to another. And then to be able to reflect on those hard times and those difficult moments and have appreciation for what was a time in life that they probably weren't appreciating at the time because it was hard and difficult. And so that was the greatest gift to me to just hear, again, people's truth come out because I I believe that that's the gift the world is wanting more and more of is people's truths. As I've confessed publicly in the past, I've never been big on social media. I honestly would not be on social media at all if I weren't a business owner because I'm a very private person. I have disclosed that um, my own uh, traumatic history of having um, having needing police protection for my safety because of behavior of peers at school and others in public has really that has negatively affected me and caused me to really be cautious about how I put myself out there. Because when you get on social media, you are certainly signing up for that. And I'm aware of that, right? So um, it was scary at first. And, um, you know, I think, I think uh, the journey continues of being comfortable. You know, I think the bigger you get, it comes, right? not quite at the point where we've got multi-million of followers, right? Uh, So when that comes, I'm sure there'll be some fun times. And I mean fun as in not fun. (laughs) But um, one of the things that has stood out to me about this, and this is very interesting because it really confirms for me the struggle that other people have, is that when I look at as we've produced these episodes and they've been put out there, There's so many people, I really, honestly, I don't know that I've gone anywhere since we started this this, um, podcast and not had someone walk up to me and say, hey, you know, I learned this or I showed my niece that or my daughter was thinking about this and I talked to her about something I learned in your episode, yet I noticed how few people comment on or you know, publicly state that they're watching the episode or that they took something from it. And so it really just highlights that much of the world is feeling, uh, I guess, timid about how they maneuver social media. If Even if they're on there all the time or often or semi-often, 
you know, and they're getting something from it. They're very careful about what they say and don't say on there. Um, probably for the same reasons that I have been hesitant to be on social media, right? And that is, you know, what potential judgment or what might I open myself up to, right? From comments or negative responses or what have you. Um, because the, the number, literally every single person who has come up to me or or I've talked to me privately, none of them have said that, right? In writing or in anywhere where someone else could see and, and really, to me, that's the heart of why we're even doing this podcast, right? This idea that you need to be perfect and you need to be quote unquote professional or show up a certain way or show up as if, you know, you have it all figured out, which is the craziest thing in the world. Like no one has anything all the way figured out. But that folks are still just like me, you know, maneuvering how much they show up and how they show up. It, it's again, the reason why we do this. And, you know, I, I certainly feel more comfortable. I, I am inspired by this. I as I have heard from from people, it lets me know that this is needed. And whether I know it or not, people are watching and it is feeding them. So I continue to do it. And, you know, there'll, there'll be hard times and there'll be times that I you know, I'm sure get some sort of challenging feedback, but I think it's worth it when you think about how many lives that, that we can touch when we come to spaces like this and say the things that others are thinking, but for whatever reason, aren't able to say publicly. Yeah, so this season of disruptive discourse, I don't know that it, I don't think it changed any perspectives I had on the archaic definitions of professionalism and success. It certainly reinforced them and really reminded me that when I think about, we intentionally had a pretty diverse group of uh, interviewees, right? Um, including male and female, uh, black and white, younger millennials as and, and, and at least Gen X. You know, so I, I think a pretty diverse group of people, people from also different industries and backgrounds professionally, both nonprofit and for-profit, and obviously different industries within the for-profit world. And regardless of all of those differences, what I was reminded of when I hope everyone else picked up on as well is that every human at, at its core, we're all humans, right? And so we all need acceptance we all need purpose uh, and we're all maneuvering life and that's the reason why i focus specifically on professionals leaders and entrepreneurs is that there's this assumption that you know if you're not living in in poverty right and if you're not struggling with homelessness or housing or some of the really big challenges that 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 are real and are faced in this world that somehow you have it all together right and that once you get to a point where you're at least able to live paycheck to paycheck, because let's be clear, 76, I believe it's 76% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, right? So congratulations if you're at least there, right? Now you're not dealing with all of, all of the challenges that life will throw at you, which is totally not true, right? Just because you went to college, you have a degree or two, you um, are in a corporate role or you're a leader or you're a business owner, that does not mean that you're not still trying to figure out life. Like life is hard and 
they didn't really teach us that. I mean, we we were taught to get a, go to school, get an education, go to college, get a job, have a family, and that's, I guess, success, right? Well, I think all of us got to adulthood and it was like, uh, there's a couple pages missing from this blueprint, right? Because how do I deal with loss? How do I deal with disappointment? How do I deal with having to water myself down when I really just want to be myself when I'm at work? You know, all of those things. And so, you know, this really, uh, I think of all of the guests, they all at their core shared stories of challenge, shared stories of overcoming and just share it at the end of the day that they just simply want happiness and acceptance. And that is the human reality that we're all vacillating through and figuring out every single day. So we're super excited. It's been a long journey. It's funny uh, when I think about <laughs> the the journey of even producing this podcast, which you know, all came out at once. But by the way, I was also experiencing life (laughs) during all of this. So um, getting engaged, um, completing my PhD, a lot of stuff happened during all of this. Oh, and meanwhile, I was also running a business and launching and producing, you know, things that will will soon to come. And so um, super excited to finally, which, you know, we hoped this would happen by now, but we we're almost there, right, of um, launching the new Joy Society community, which is is actually an app that has goal setting and achievement um, checkpoints and guides all the way through, which is submerged within a community so that other professionals, leaders, and business owners uh, can connect with you, the, the listener, the, the member, right? And we can achieve goals together. The statistics on goal achievement are actually surprisingly dismal. Um, And it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about the fact that we really weren't taught how to do life well. We were just given some simple steps of, I guess, milestones we should hit. And then I guess we have it figured out, right? But again, we all got to adulthood and we realized, holy crap, uh, I'm not quite prepared for this. And so I think a lot of us have sort of just checked down and fallen into surviving life, which is, again, my whole existence is is to challenge folks to do more than survive life, learn how to do this well, learn how to do life good, right? Be good at this thing, right? And so back to the goal setting piece, why are so many people unable to achieve goals? Well, we don't know how. And, and if you were taught a little bit of goal setting, it was probably at work. You probably know about SMART goals. Right. And so maybe you did a little bit of that in your work setting, but you probably haven't applied that to life. And so the reason why we focus on holistic success is we know that a a person who is living their best life is is someone who is holistically focused. Right. So there's physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, family, romance, social career, finance, all of the things, right? And it doesn't mean you're necessarily working on all those at the same time, but what does it mean, right? And so our app will actually take you through the assessment of where you are within each of your eight spheres and then guide you through selecting two. We're limiting you to two, right? Because we know people get all excited. I used to do this all the time. I couldn't figure out why I was failing at my goals because I'm trying to like 
basically massively like become a new person right so now i've got i got goals and action items in all eight spheres and as a result i'm accomplishing nothing because i'm trying to accomplish everything so we actually guide people through goal setting for holistic success and we become your accountability partner not just for one goal but really through the journey of life because our system is designed to allow you to to renew and re-up as you have new goals and as you get to new seasons in your life so we're super excited that is coming very soon um and uh we're just we've already been testing it with a small group and we've seen within one to two weeks folks are already saying wow i'm getting more done i'm happier i'm i'm these things that I've been putting off for seven months, I just got done as a result of joining this collective movement. So that's the the big thing we're excited about. We're gonna continue to produce content like we have here in Disruptive Discourse. Of course, we've still got Cup of Joy going strong and continuing to figure out how we can uh, help people learn and grow and, and do that without boring people, right? Because I think that's been one of the challenges as well is that these important lessons have been out there, but they're not necessarily in a way that anyone cares to hear about or spend their time on. So hopefully we've been entertaining, but also helpful to you all. That's what we've been hearing. And so you'll hear and see much more of that uh, coming from us in the next uh, months and years to come for sure. Professional is you, professional is us. It's ours to define. The one thing I hope people take from disruptive discourse is the inspiration to build up the courage to be more authentic and be willing to take the risk. Because let's be honest, it's not like folks aren't aware of why they're not showing up as their whole selves, right? We know that there are risks involved. There's a potential to get fired. There's a potential to lose a relationship. There's a potential to um, maybe not get a client if you're a business owner. However, what I know and what others who have been willing to lean into this bold, courageous move have found is that what you may quote unquote lose pales in comparison to what you will gain when you find the courage to be authentic, to be vulnerable and to be yourself. Um, and, and quite frankly, when you don't do that, you ultimately facilitate a s- scenario where you attract people, places, things, roles, organizations to your life that sort of keep you spinning in this space of stuckness, of self-suppression, because now you've attracted people, roles, scenarios that require you to be the fake you. And that's what they're expecting from you. And so it it really just becomes, if you don't lean into this, you, you ultimately contribute to your own struggle, right? Because again, once you show up as someone other than yourself, people are expecting that same, not you, <laughs> to show up. And so when you, again, get bold enough and courageous enough to try this, what you'll find is that there is... There are people for you. There are roles for you. There are organizations that you will fit well in that you can be yourself, but you will not find them if you don't find the courage to begin to be more and more of yourself. So I hope that folks will be willing to make those bold, 
decisions to move forward. And we welcome folks. Uh, this is not something to take lightly. That's why we have the Joy Society so that we can support you on your journey of moving closer and closer to showing up boldly as yourself. And I promise you, it will be the best decision you've ever made. So that's the big takeaway that we hope uh, folks leave with uh, during as we wrap up this uh, first season of Disruptive Discourse. And that said, I want to thank uh, my producer and my back, back end, backbone, everything, T.C. Carter, who has really um, just been willing to wander aimlessly with me and be patient with me as I find my way through social media, as I find my way through the metaverse. Remember, y'all, <laughs> I am not a uh, early adopter. So um, shout out to TC for um, being such a support and tolerating my insanity at times while I figured all of this stuff out. I also want to thank all of our guests for, again, being willing to be courageous, uh, to share their truth and, um, you know, be willing to be the light. That's if you've heard me talk before which obviously you had have as you've listened to our episodes. I went from a belief that I'm supposed to be changing the world to an understanding that I'm supposed to be the light in the room that I'm in. And so every guest that we've had, thank you so much for being willing to be the light in the room <laughs> that you were in and know that you have impacted other lives as you were willing to do that. Um, and I thank all of our listeners and viewers for being willing to lean into these difficult conversations. Hopefully we're inspired. And I invite you all to come out of the internet darkness, right? And uh, message me, uh, DM me, connect with me. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear. And as we ramp up for uh, another season and other activities that we're involved in, we would love to interview you. We would love to hear from you. Um, and we would love to hear about how you're disrupting your own archaic definitions of professionalism and success.